Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, I was just doing my best Jessica Simpson impression right there when I was singing. Whenever I sing, that's who I picture I'm singing like. Jessica Simpson, right? Because I feel like that's attainable. Remember when she did that cover of Angels or when she did the cover of Take My Breath Away? I mean, if she could do that, we can all sing anything. And so I think it's important that we all have that kind of confidence going forward in life and love and music. <laughs> love angel music, baby. <laughs> That's Gwen Stefani. I think I'm, I'm mixing up the two baby voices. But anyway, I digress. It's Valentine's Day week, and I am so thrilled that you're all here joining me for this lovely, romantic, wonderful occasion. I have a great show lined up for you guys. Billy Lee is coming by. Of course, Billy Lee's the newest cast member on Vanderpump Rules. I cannot wait to talk to her. She's coming over. We're going to break all that stuff down. But before we do that, I have to talk about something that shook me to my core. Change, change the course of my life forever. And that is, of course, Kim Cattrall's Instagram. Now, Kim Cattrall, of course, played, infamously played Samantha Jones on Sex and the City. After everything that we've been through... Samantha, where are you going? I'm going to splash some water on my face and then I'm going home. And I will not be judged by you or society. I will wear whatever and blow whomever I want as long as I can breathe and kneel. (laughs) God, I miss that show. I love that show. I've said it on this podcast before and I'll say it again. I want a Sex in the City 3. But so let me back up a minute. That was, of course, a clip from the show. Uh, One of the few moments where Carrie and Samantha were feuding a little bit. And apparently they've been feuding in real life. So so let me back up a minute and explain all of this. So Kim Cattrall's brother recently passed away. Of course, this was very public. It was in the news. He had first gone missing, and then he was, of course, pronounced dead, uh, sadly. And Sarah Jessica Parker, meanwhile, is out there promoting her HBO show, Divorce, which I cannot get into. I've tried. I'm not here for it. <laughs> I find it a little boring. And who wants to watch people getting divorced? I don't. So anyway, Sarah Jessica Parker is out there promoting this show. So she's being interviewed by news outlets, magazines, papers, all of it. <laughs> the papers. <laughs> she's being interviewed by newsies and with their caps on. Anyway, so of course they asked Sarah Jessica Parker about Kim Cattrall. Of course, Sarah Jessica Parker is sort of forced to respond. And they had a very public feud a couple months back when uh, Kim Cattrall said she never wanted to do the Sex and the City movie. Apparently, Sarah Jessica Parker and Michael Patrick King, who was the showrunner of Sex and the City, apparently they had a script for a third movie ready to go. And they had claimed that uh, Kim Cattrall was the lone holdout. So they were ready to go, and then she didn't want to do it. And they claim it was because she wanted to the studio to agree to give her some other projects or something. I don't know. There's very well documented stuff that went on a few months back. I should also mention that I was involved in some of the scandals. So if you Google this, my name comes up because I found some receipts when it came to Kim Cattrall talking about this movie. So if you Google it, I'm on Perez Hilton. I don't want to brag, but you'll see me involved in this mess. And it was because of my interactions with Kim Cattrall. I don't want to get involved in these things, but somehow I find my way in into them. <laughs> But we, I thought we had moved past it. <laughs> I mean, lucky for us, we didn't move past it because this was thrilling. So while SJP is doing the divorce rounds, reporters are asking her about Kim Cattrall's brother. And although they had just recently feuded, Sarah Jessica Parker made a couple of statements, and they were both pretty innocuous, basically saying, my condolences are with her. I hope, you know, the family has privacy at this time. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Getting choked up over this. You know, I get emotional when I talk about my girls. Anyway. I, Sarah Jessica Parker said some very pretty innocent things, but they, they did mention Kim Cattrall. I mean, she could have maybe said no comment or she could have said, you know, I don't want to talk about it, but she did just sort of say some nice, kind, what I thought were kind words. 
But of course, when you're going through a tragedy like Kim Cattrall was or is, you don't really want to deal with any sort of bullshit. So I will, I will give her that. But so Saturday morning, Kim Cattrall posted a screenshot, just a screenshot of text that says, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time, at Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay, so that's, that's the photo that she uploaded to Instagram. And in the comment, she wrote, My mom asked me today, when will Sarah Jessica Parker, that hypocrite, leave you alone? Your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now. Let me make this very clear and varies in, in varies completely capitalized <laughs> to give you the visual. If I haven't already, you are not my family. You are not my friend. So I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. And then it says, <laughs> copy and paste link. And then it has a link to a New York Post article that's about, uh, the headline of that article is, Inside the Mean Girls Culture That Destroyed Sex in the City. So that was the post. That's what Kim Cattrall posted on Saturday morning. When I tell you that I was shook. So she posted that early on Saturday morning. Okay, I think she's living in another country at this point. So I, it was probably like midday her time. I'm not sure where she is. <laughs> like, we should get someone on that. I don't know where she is exactly, but she's not in the U.S. So I think she just posted it probably midday after some tea or something. But I saw it. I woke up at like six or in the morning ish to go to the bathroom. You know when you like half wake up and then you go back to bed. So I, I woke up enough to look at my phone and I had texts from people on the East Coast saying Kim Cattrall's Instagram, <laughs> multiple messages, like go look at Kim Cattrall's Instagram. So half asleep, I of course opened up my Instagram account and went on over to Kim Cattrall's page, which is bookmarked for me. And I read that. And so of course, then I just completely woke up, right? I mean, after reading something like that, how do you go back to bed? So anyway, we knew these two didn't like each other, but wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I didn't know it was this deep. I mean, even me, who's been following the story for years, (laughs) I've been following their feud for years. I mean, and as far as I'm concerned, Ryan Murphy needs to get on this uh, as a season of feud stat. I need to see this right away. I need to see Ryan Murphy directing Kim Cattrall playing herself, playing Samantha Jones, and maybe like Selena Gomez as Sarah Jessica Parker or something. I don't know. We can we can workshop that. But I'm shocked, and I'm still not exactly sure whose side I'm on. I do want a Sex in the City 3. I know you guys don't. I know. Every time I talk about it, people are like, we don't want that. But I, I, on my Instagram, I posted about it, and I said, whose side are you on? And everyone seems completely mixed. Have you guys ever seen Samantha, I'm calling her Samantha, Kim Cattrall's YouTube video where she's playing the upright bass? If you haven't, please go look at it. It's on YouTube. Just type in Samantha, or type in Kim Cattrall. Uh, I don't know, slam poetry or something. She's doing like slam poetry and scatting. Oh, I think it's under Kim Cattrall's scat. It's, it's insanity. But I don't know how you could watch it and not think that she's something's up. Let me just play. I'm going to play it. So this is Kim Cattrall playing the upright bass and doing some scatting with her husband. It was her husband at the time. This is from years ago. Take a listen. I read poetry and sonnets, and he plays the upright bass. Yamakipiebo, cedere fakebo, in dog Latin, he quotes. Uje, safasare! Well, he bit all the he dogs and winked at all the she dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. We just have a good rhythm together, you know. He sort of feels me out, I feel him out, and uh, we go for it. (laughs) We we go for it, and we go for it, and we go for it. Yamakipiebo, you guys. So, I don't know, after hearing that, if you were on Team Kim before, how do you feel after hearing that? I don't know. I don't know who to believe. I'm just here to report the news. I'm like a good journalist. I'm here to report it. And I'd like everyone else to make their own decisions. But let me know. Whose side are you on? I posted on my Instagram, so just comment on it if you, if you want. Or not. Or just move on. <laughs> I know that we're going to move on because I have a packed show. we got to get to Billy Lee. You guys know what I was kind of thinking, though? Okay, I promise this is going to be my last thing about Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall for at least, I don't know, a week. But <laughs> I was thinking 
I can be a bit of a conspiracy theorist. And I thought, what if this is Kim Cattrall's way of stopping Sex in the City 3 from ever happening in general? Because recently, Sarah Jessica Parker has been on these talk shows like Ellen and Stephen Colbert, and she's been suggesting that they fill the role of Samantha Jones with another actor. So she sort of playfully said that Ellen should play it and Stephen Colbert. And when she she was on Andy's Watch What Happens Live, she, she sort of talked about maybe Sharon Stone doing it. And I feel like they were going to move ahead with it. And Sarah Jessica Parker was sort of planting the seeds of moving ahead with Sex and the City 3 with another actor in the role of Samantha Jones. And I don't know, maybe I'm being, I'm probably being crazy. I'm, I'm probably overthinking this, but I thought, what if this is Kim Cattrall's way of, of stopping it further? Of kind of putting the final nail in the coffin of Sex and the City 3. Because Sarah Jessica Parker gets all this bad press. And it makes her look bad. It makes the project have like an extra little stink to it. So if they were to move on with another actor in the role, you know, there's just a little bit extra stink on the project. I don't know. You know what I also think? I think I'm overthinking all of this. (laughs) I think I need to focus my efforts on a First Wives Club sequel and put this to bed. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say for Sex and the City 3. I promise we'll move on until next week. Anyway, of equal importance this week is my interview with Billy Lee, the newest cast member on Vanderpump Rules. Now, Billy Lee is beauty, she's grace, she's Miss United States. <laughs> well, she should be. Anyway, this is my interview with Billy Lee. What a treat. Okay, here's Billy Lee. And oh, stay tuned after my interview with Billy Lee. I have Tyler Duckworth on. He's going to be giving us a little quick, a very quick Olympics rundown of what's going on this week. So stay tuned with Tyler Duckworth after the beautiful Billy Lee. Ooh, and me. Guys, we are here with Billy Lee from Vanderpump Rules. I'm so excited to have her here. You're the newest cast member. Yes. And how are you doing today? I'm good. The weather is nice. Life is good. Yeah. Now, I told you we're going to jump all around. I'm going to ask you pop culture stuff. I'm going to ask you stuff about the show. So it's going to be kind of all over the place. And if you don't want to answer anything, like, yell at me. Please. please No, I won't yell. (laughs) I'm going to maybe ask you a couple shady questions, but feel free to just say nothing. Okay. And then I'll read into it. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so let's talk about last night's episode first. What was Ariana's birthday like? It was amazing. It, we were kings and queens. I mean, it was a costume party. And um, yeah, Sheena and Lala and I, we went like as wolves. And we wore this faux fur. Um, all of us wore faux fur. And it was just like pretty epic. It looks so good. And Tom's Maleficent cosplay was just amazing. Oh my God. I could not <laughs> stop staring at him. Like I was like... Just obsessed because yeah. his eyes, it was so dope. Oh my god, yeah. I said uh, online, Angelina Jolie is shook. She was, like, <laughs> she was looking at it like, what's going on? Did you make it to Stasi's party at all? I didn't, yeah. no, because they were at the same time. And like, you know, Ariana's my girl, so there was no question. Let me ask you something is that something that's set up with producers to purposely have them on at the same time, like have the parties at the same time, or did that just happen naturally? I think it happened naturally. I mean, I honestly don't know. I just know that she, um, cause we only have a certain amount of time to film certain yeah. things. So, um, but I know Ariana was talking like, yeah, I'm having my party on this day. And I think it just naturally happened that way. But does it happen that way every year? I don't watch. I never watched previously. Um, no, so. I don't remember. I think they did. Maybe last year there was there was like an issue with with it. But I don't know that they had it at the same time. I should know this kind of thing. I should know this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you work at Sir before filming? Yeah, I worked there a couple months before anyone approached me about doing anything. Yeah. Oh, and so how did that happen? So somebody you were working there. They were like, were you friends with the cast? And they were like, come on the show? Or how did that happen? Um, we were, I, my, I had a friend, a girlfriend, and she was like, um, I needed a job. And she was like, Lisa, she, um, loves the LGBT community. You should get a job somewhere at one of her restaurants. So, um, I went into Palm. I just filled out like an application at a few places. And then I, um, she kind of like put a word in for me. And then she was like, you should work at Sir. And I met with Lisa and we fell in love. And yeah, I started working there. You have the most beautiful eyes. Like I'm <laughs> getting lost in your eyes. So if I if I lose a person, that's why. No um, Okay, so you worked there a little bit before getting your start. Now, what's it like? What's the response been like? What is it like being thrust into this spotlight? Overwhelming. Yeah. Um, 
I, I definitely work really hard on like trying to ground myself and um, just yoga meditation and really not lose it. But I have found myself a little bit more like stressed and a little bit more anxiety um, recently. And I think that's too, is just being vulnerable and telling my story and telling my truth. And, you know, people are inspired, but at the end of the day, like it's my real truth and I experienced it and I'm still healing from some things from mm. my childhood. So I think that I'll, I'll have an interview and like, I had like three interviews in one day and they ended up getting really kind of deep with people magazine. And I was like the next day bawling, like yeah. I was crying all day. I just needed to take a day to like really purge and, and let things go because, you know, and also my family and my friends and my ex, it's everyone's affected by me telling my story. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, um, Oh my God, it's 11, 11. Sorry. <laughs> <Make a wish. laughs> yeah. I'm just all about those numbers. Oh my God. Um, anyway, yeah, it was, yeah. You talk a little bit about your anxiety, and I've talked a lot on the show about anxiety and depression um, that I experience. What do you do to kind of get out of that funk? Like that day after you had those interviews, like what's what's something that you can give to people, you know, to do if they're if they're feeling that yeah. way? I would say go outside and connect with the planet yeah. because Earth is so beautiful and. It just has so many healing aspects to it, and even just walking barefoot and grounding and connecting with the planet, it really does ground me. It makes me feel so good. Um, yeah, I, there's times where I just like I need to go for a walk, and I literally will take my shoes off and I'll walk around my neighborhood like a crazy person. But yeah. I just that's what does it for me. And obviously, yoga too. Like I really and practicing with just your breath work. Sometimes I just forget to breathe. I think we all mm-hmm. do, and it's like. If you just take some deep breaths, it always feels better. I use a meditation app called Headspace on my phone, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, it's been a lifesaver for me. I have There's that. Times. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And I also just got a gravity blanket. <laughs> this is not an app. I've been hearing about <laughs> this. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. I've had it like a week, and I've never slept so good in my life. It's it's like pricey for what it is, because it's just a heavy blanket. Yeah. <laughs> just shackles you to your bed, and it's like the only thing... I was having so much trouble sleeping, and... I, I was talking about it on the show, and people were writing in, like, you should try melatonin gummies or, or um, what's that, uh, magnesium supplement at mm-hmm. night. And nothing was working, and I got this gravity blanket, and I swear by it. It was so good. Yeah, but I, I want to try that. Yeah. They're a little pricey, but, you know, it is what it is. So I saw online, you were, were you a restaurant owner before? Did you work in the restaurant industry? I've worked this? in the restaurant industry since I was, like, 16. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been a server off and on manager of a restaurant. Um, and then I had the opportunity to buy a bagel shop and flip it into like an organic cafe. And yeah, I did that for two years and it was horrifying. It was really? so Why? hard. Why? It's so stressful. Yeah. And I was like, I just, you know, I didn't have a lot of money to invest and I didn't have a lot of money to, um, where I could just take time off. I was there every day. So yeah. it was like two years of my life that I felt like I was trapped and I would wake up with crazy anxiety. Um, I was always crying. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Pisces, so I'm emotional, so I feel like I cry all the time. But um, yeah. it was definitely... I'm a crier too. I cry all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's good. This is, getting, this is getting emotional in here. But it I... feels good to like actually host and like be at a restaurant and walk away and, and not owning it. You know, like, yeah, I, I would never want to own a restaurant. I just feel like there's too much stress involved in terms of like just having it be clean. <laughs> I don't know, be clean all the time. That's a dumb, yeah. that's a dumb thing, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, so what now that you have this platform, you're an activist. What do you is there is that what you want to do with this platform, or what is well, I mean, since I was like five or six, I've always had like a I had a video camera that my parents got me, and I would pretend like I was hosting a talk show Mm. um and then i went to school for journalism radio tv and film and in chicago and i interned at jerry springer oh my god i saw jerry i was live i was a live audience member for jerry Springer. i swear (laughs) i lived in chicago and i went to a show where they were um throwing food on people (laughs) it was like a sexual food oh my god there was so many days that i was like i can't believe i'm doing this right now and it was it was horrifying. And my family was like, I want to be on the show, like small town Indiana. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, maybe in the audience, but not on it. But oh, it was God. it was crazy. And then I, I just always, you know, I love having a platform where I can like share people's stories and educate and inspire people. So yeah, I think um, having my own talk show someday is ideal. It'd be so good. Uh, what was the craziest thing you saw at Springer? Like what was the craziest episode? 
You know, it was really hard for me because I didn't even know who I was then. And I, it was um, like tranny day or something. Oh. oh my God. It was awful. And I just remember being like really scared. And I was really scared of the trans people there because they were very over the top and like very dramatic, just like every person on the show is. And um, so yeah. Did you know at the time uh, no, it was right before I moved to LA. Yeah. So I, I, it was just something that like scared me. The thought of yeah. it scared me. Yeah. I remember, I mean, as being gay, I wasn't out at the time. And I remember I went to that show and it, they filmed two episodes. And one of them was like, I don't remember the exact theme, but it was something about like gay people coming out. And I remember at, sitting in the audience thinking like, I know that I'm gay, but like it was, it was horrifying and de- degrading. And just, I remember sitting there just, I remember leaving there and just feeling so bad about myself. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine working there and feeling that way. I mean... Yeah, the vibration was awful. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just so... People were acting up, and it was the worst version of gay people that you can see. Oh, no, they take the worst of the worst, Mm -hmm. and then they highlight them. And, um, you know... I don't even want to judge people what their experiences, what they're going through, but it was definitely a feeling of like, this is not cute. This is not healthy. And, um, yeah, but I got a lot of good experience from that. Yeah. So I want to talk about the cast. Did you know, you knew the cast beforehand because you worked there, right? Yes. So who do who do you vibe most with or who did you vibe most with? Um, probably Ariana is, uh, the one I vibe most with. She's and then, so great. Oh my God. Love yeah. her. And Lala and Sheena. Love them. Um, we all just kind of connect. Um, and yeah, the other girls are great. I just am not like super close with them. Um, sometimes, you know, Kristen and I hang out or we'll catch up. Um, I love Kristen too. And I miss crazy Kristen on the show. Have you met crazy Kristen? No, but Lisa's warned me about yeah. her. Like the first <laughs> month I worked there, she was like, be careful with this one. Like, you know, she's crazy. Oh my God. Don't get close to her. And I'm like, what? I love crazy Kristen. Like she's the best. And I, I love regular Kristen too. I was saying last night, like Stasi, you know, she hasn't been on the show that much this season. And I like Stasi, but I would be fine with her off the show. Like I, either way I could take her or leave her. And Kristen, I feel like I'm savoring those moments she has on the show where it's like, she said something about, looking like a, a whore at a morgue or something like that. And I was like, I'm savoring this moment. I love every yeah. little glimpse of Kristen we're getting. So I, I love her vibe. She's yeah, cool. she's so good. And Sheena, too. I mean, they're all great. And Lala is doing this, like, feminist thing this season. Yeah, she's, she's so killing it. Now, when you guys are filming and Lala comes in with one of these speeches, like, she's given, Do you are you guys sitting there rolling your eyes and thinking, oh, here comes, she's doing a catchphrase or something? Or are you like, yes? Like, Yeah, I'm always really supportive. Yeah. And I don't really, like... Sometimes we, you know, we have alcohol involved and yeah. sometimes I smoke marijuana. So we definitely don't, um, sometimes I don't remember yeah. exactly <laughs> what she was saying. You know, I got in a little trouble. Do you know about the pasta thing? Like that yeah. was sort of started by me. <laughs> like, but it was not intentional. So let me just back up. So I posted like a pasta meme on my thing and the night it aired and I got all these messages on my account saying like pa- on my DM saying pasta is code for cocaine. And so I tweeted that night, like, I don't know if this is true, but like 10 to 15 people were messaging me saying pasta is the cast code word for cocaine. So I didn't think this was me putting it out in the universe. Like, I thought people knew. Apparently, it was like a Reddit conversation, but it got picked up on Twitter. And so, like, my tweet was getting picked up by all these news sources, and they were quoting me saying, like, I started this rumor. And I I met Ariana a couple weeks ago, and we did that video because she's like, she's like, you're the one who you know, started the room and I'm like, Oh my God, I did not mean to start this room. And I was very specific in the tweet saying this might not be true. But like, so I feel bad. It's yeah. Not, I mean, it's not the code word, right? It's not the code word. Yeah. And I don't even do Coke, but like, I've never heard. I mean, I've seen people like do it in my life and I've never heard anyone around me be like, yo, do you have pasta? Or can I guess I'm pasta? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> like I literally honestly think it was about pasta. Yeah. So yeah. Somebody Lala ate Raquel's pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is there a code word? And are there any drug code words on the show? No. Yeah. I know. I loved seeing Stasi on this week's episode. She said, and she was drunk and on Adderall. And I feel like this was the first time that we heard one of the cast members on camera say, "I was drunk and on Adderall," like referencing some sort of other 
substance besides alcohol. And I just found it refreshing because it was like, yeah, that's what's going on at that moment. We haven't seen that. Well, I don't know. I mean, personally for me, I would never... I don't take Adderall, but I would never do it on my birthday, um, drinking on camera, while drinking. on camera, and then seeing my boyfriend for the first time after three months of him blocking me. Oh what I is would... Patrick's deal? Why did he come on the show? Because he hasn't been on the show at all. And then he comes on the show, and he seems so unlikable on the show. What's Patrick like in real life? Did you ever meet him? No. Honestly, I think he was there like towards um, the end of the summer, and yeah. I saw and met him a couple times but i never like really had a conversation with him yeah he just doesn't seem very nice and that her whole birthday party it seemed like he just seemed so mean to her and i don't like it well and he didn't dress up and like yeah yeah, there's a lot of things there but uh i probably would have had him at my birthday i would have definitely been like let's have lunch or something when you get back yeah and so i can enjoy my night with my friends and my family yeah um so i really felt for her in that moment when she you know, had anxiety about him. Um, yeah. How do you like Stassi? Like, do you guys get along? I know we saw you do her podcast. Yeah, we get along. Um, I mean, there are some things that you'll see throughout this season that bother me. Um, but at the same time, like, she's always really kind to me and respectful. Um, I feel like she's a Republican. Is that, is she a Republican? <laughs> Let's just, answer I that, mean, no, I, I, well, we know the obvious that she's from a privileged background yeah. and I think that's what gets her in trouble sometimes because we're not all in a fairy tale. Like, yeah. you know, there's real shit out there and there's people that live in communities, people of color, trans people who are really affected by um, our government and, you know, how society treats them. So um, sometimes you have to like, I think she's just getting her bubble burst. Like, yeah. you know, it's. Not La La Land. Not that there's anything wrong with Republicans. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> oh, no. Republicans but. are horrible. No, I'm joking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm not right friends with, with any. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, um, what do you make of her whole podcast stuff? Like that whole thing that was going on with her podcast? Well, I'm so proud of her for just having, you know, her podcast is doing really well. Um, again, she's living her life on TV, on this podcast, and she's coming from her own experience, which is privileged, and that's going to, you know, not sit well with other people. Yeah. And she's just going to have that learning experience in front of people, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we all do that. There's times I'm going to say something that's going to be wrong or, mm-hmm. you know, and it's because of my own experience and, and my perception. So it's just learning through that and changing your perception yeah now it is valentine's day week i'm switching gears a little bit do you have a valentine this year i don't i'm actually shooting the whole day oh no yeah and then my best friend is having um a fuck valentine's day party oh that sounds like jennifer garner in the movie valentine's day which i love (laughs) (laughs) she has one every year and um so she's having one that late that night is your friend jennifer garner no (laughs) (laughs) uh because i saw this rumor online so i had to ask it it was a rumor that you're dating Ariana's brother, Max. Did you read this? What? No. I saw this online. Am I starting a new rumor again? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> no, I swear I read this in a thing, right? My producer, I'm going to ask Whitney, my producer, was that a thing? I read that, right? Okay, I read that. She's nodding, yes. Okay, so it was like, I, I just want to make sure I wasn't making that up. I guess it was something you had said on Dr. Drew's show that you were seeing someone in the cast's brother. Is that, am I? Okay, here's my thing. <laughs> I have hung out with a few people at Sir, and I've definitely had my fun with them. So you'll see, like, I'm not saying exactly who, because I've actually talked to and, and hooked up with a few people. So it, I'm not gonna, Mm -hmm. you know, put it as, um, one person or one situation. So anyone in the cast that you did? Um, or are we going to see that? You're going to see it. Oh my God. So, you're gonna see it. You, I Blink can't once tell and it's Ariana bro- Ariana's brother. No, I can't tell you. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait to see it. What's it like dating on camera? Um, actually, you do see me have a little breakdown when I'm getting ready at Sheena's. Um, it's all happening. Yeah, and I, I was just coming from a place of like I've been rejected a lot in my life because I'm trans, and I was like, oh my god, I'm dating someone on camera. Like, I'm really into this guy. Like, he's cool, but at the same time, like am I going to be set up for rejection? You know, like I was so afraid of like that rejection on another level. Yeah. Um, and I remember when we, I like stopped production for like an hour cause I was having a little breakdown yeah. and 
I was holding on to this tree outside of Sheena's apartment. And I was just like, lay here, sit here, just breathe, connect with the planet. Everything's going to be fine. And the producers are like, come on, you're going to be back in. We have to do this. Like, what are you doing? And I am... I didn't want to let go of that tree, yeah. but I did, obviously. And um, you got through it. I got through it. It just—I was nervous, and I just really needed to talk to my girls. I yeah. needed to like sit down and talk to them, and you'll see that. Like, and they really, you know, comforted me. And um, and yeah, it ended up being an amazing day. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Okay, Wait, is that coming up at the end of the season, or when can we? I don't, you don't know. know I just know that they. I'm allowed to like somewhat talk about it, so I know it's gonna oh be god. there but i don't know is it jacks did you sleep with jacks no oh Would you my sleep god no <laughs> i love britney too much the if, thing if is, he wasn't mm. with britney if she wasn't if they mm. weren't together no no <laughs> i mean here's my thing i like jacks I, i've said this a couple times i think he has an amazing soul yeah. but i think he's just it's wrapped up in like kind of a fucked up human experience yeah. and he has issues like we all do and um you know, he's really working through them this season. And people are saying, calling it bullshit. But I, every time I talk to him, we really vibe on yoga and meditation. We really yeah. connect about spiritual healing. And I just love the fact that he's like giving, putting effort and trying to be a better person. They make it seem like he's going to sleep with a therapist. Like that's what the previews are leading us to believe. And I feel like that's a, I feel like it doesn't happen, but they're leading us to believe that. I, don't think it's going to happen just because yeah. I haven't heard anything. And also, I mean, as a healer, that would be pretty fucked up. What do you make of the the gay stuff on the show? And what I'm referring to is, like, the rumors of James's sexuality. Because I don't know, as a gay man myself, I find, like, ever, even I, I've been a guest on other podcasts and interviews and stuff where people are like, do you think James is gay? And it's like, I don't know... I don't know how I feel about it. Like, how do you feel about it? Like, is it insulting to you? Or is it... Because I'm a little insulted as a gay man. Yeah. That- well, I've had a lot of people write in and be like, oh, Bravo's doing really well with the trans thing, but they're, like, destroying the gay, you know, situation <clears throat> by, like, just making people feel like it's not okay to yeah. be gay in a way with, with the storyline that's going on there. But here's my thing. Um, I talked about this last night, and I was texting with... Um, Logan, like I love Logan and I, I've been a secret in my life. Like mm-hmm. I've legit been a secret off and on and it's not a good feeling. And whenever I am out with them, I see how powerful their connection is and I see how they affect each other. Like even a little jealousy or whatever, they affect each other. And, um, it reminds me of my past experience as being a secret and I can, my heart just goes out to Logan every time. But James tells me, and we've had this conversation recently, I'm not gay. And I'm like, what about being bi? Like, because you know, in society, we're not allowed to be bisexual. Like, especially men. Oh yeah, for sure. If my girlfriend's like, Oh, if he's sucking someone else's dick, I'm not going to be with Mm -hmm. him. I'm like, what? Like bring him in. Yeah. So I, I just, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like my it. thing is like, fun. if you want to have a dude once in a while, like I bring know, him in the bedroom it. and let's do I this. Couldn't like, agree more. <laughs> but there are a lot of like closed minded people who yeah. are not accepting to bisexuality. And so he was like, I'm not bi. And I'm like, okay, James says he's not. And I'm going to take his word for that. And Logan admitted that he lied in the car when he told, um, Brady's sister. So right now, it's where it is. Yeah. You know, I said this last night. I feel like it's like our government. There's just like scandals and it's so obvious that we're not talking about it. You guys have so many scandals on that show and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the show is like jam packed compared to the other shows that are going on on Bravo. It's like your show is jam packed. But I want to ask you, when did you come out? You mentioned coming out. How old were you? Um, Do you mind me asking? No, I, okay. well, I didn't know I was trans for a long time. I really didn't start my transition until I moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when was that? Was that? Um, I think it was around 21, 22. Yeah. yeah my early twenties. And I'm not even going to ask you how old you are. Cause I hate when people ask me how old I am. Oh, I'm fine with that. I'm 33. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm 32. Oh yeah. I love my thirties. Um, I don't. <laughs> really? <laughs> I hate getting older. Oh, oh God, I think it's the worst. I but you know, it. I digress. Uh, okay. I want to talk about housewives. Do you watch any of the housewives? I don't. The only thing that I used to watch back in the days is was Beverly Hills housewives. Yeah. Um, and who do you I, like on Beverly Hills besides Lisa? You like Lisa, right? I love Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. She's who do you amazing. like otherwise? 
Um, is her name Kyle? Kyle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Kyle is pretty dope. I don't really remember because I like watched maybe two or three seasons, and then I, what's really weird is I stopped watching it when they did the transition into Vanderpump Rules. <gasps> Why did you six oh, years? Did ago. you feel bamboozled like the rest of us? No, actually, <laughs> I just I think I moved around that time, and then I stopped watching TV. But I definitely, um, yeah, I, I love Lisa. I think she's. Uh, I felt bamboozled. Like, that's how I felt. <laughs> I felt that way with Summer House, too. Do you know any of the Summer House people? You know, I've seen a few episodes, and I think it's really cool. Yeah, like, good. I, I have I think I met someone one night when we were out drinking. Um, I think Sheena introduced me to someone, but again, I was don't really gay? remember. Was, was he gay? <laughs> um, I'm, like, narrowing it down. Um, maybe James actually took a photo with someone the other day. I remember meeting someone recently from there. That's good. But, yeah, you like it? I like it. You know, I felt bamboozled, though, when they started, because it was like a transition from Vanderpump Rules into Summer House. So oh. they tricked us. It was just like Beverly Hills did. They completely tricked us, and I got over it, but I'm watching now, and I like it. So you didn't watch the show. You didn't watch Vanderpump Rules. No. Oh, my God. Did you ever go back and watch it? Well... You should. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Well, I... um when I when I first started, like I just for me, I wanted to meet people and then be like regular people. I didn't yeah. want to know anything about their lives. Yeah. I just felt like that'd be awkward. Would you go back and watch? Like after the season's like all wrapped up and it's like summertime, but filming hasn't started. Would you be like, I'm gonna do a marathon right now? Yeah, I I totally probably would, yeah. but it would be a little awkward too because like you're seeing like old situations. Like I can't see Kristen and Tom together. Oh my god, it is so weird. I just watched old episodes the other day. They were playing like a marathon. I'm like, this is so bizarre. It's like bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I can't watch that because I love Ariana and Tom together and it's like and I'm really cool with Kristen. So to me, it's like I don't even want to like get like angry about anyone by yeah. watching it. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you about some of the situations going on on the show. Yeah. So you can, we can move on if you don't like any of these, but if okay. you have any, like, what would you do in a situation kind of thing? So with Jax and Brittany, like, what would you do um, in terms of Jax, you know, cheating on Brittany with Faith? Which also, can we get to the bottom of this? Like, what, you were at that party where the recording was played. What was on the recording? It was just a conversation. Um, was that old They, they were the having, recording? no, it was. Because um, there was an old lady in bed with Faith, right? Wasn't that a thing? I have no idea. I, I know that I thought it was like Faith and um, like Jack's on the phone. Wasn't Faith a caregiver though? Like, wasn't there an old lady when Jack slept with Faith? Oh my god, I have that no idea. That, that sounds awful. Yeah, that because in the first time it happened, when Faith was telling James, Faith was saying, you know, I was taking care of this elderly woman, <laughs> and then Jack and I slept together on the bed with the elderly woman there. No, I swear, way. God, I'm not. I'm going to throw up. I swear to God. Let me ask my producer. I did That's not right, hear right? this yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So what was Why the, is no one um, talking about this? What was the... Well, I'm talking about it every chance yeah. I can get. Yeah, okay. Well, here we <laughs> are. I reminded people that it was a threesome. <laughs> Ew. It was That's... definitely a threesome. <laughs> and I'm telling everyone I can, I can <laughs> that will listen to me. Um, but I want to know, so what was on the recording? It was, a, it was a phone call between them that was the recording? I believe it was a phone call between them. And it was just like Jack's kind of explaining like his situation of how he is not attracted to Brittany and... Yeah. Um, you know, like just kind of telling her all these like awful things about their relationship, and uh, yeah, it's um, pretty bad. Have you met Faith before? I I met her uh Sheena's birthday, yeah, and she um was like very sexually into me and like oh, hit on really? me, and it was really weird. And she's like, I'm a Pisces too, and like I think we have the same birthday or something, and. Um, trying to get back on that show and then all this drama went down and she was like screaming and yelling and i was outside about to leave or something and she's like who is this new girl around all the time and i was like what you just hit on me in the bathroom on the show (laughs) (laughs) well she didn't know that at the time but why did she block the phone call from being played like why wasn't that recording played do you know I why? don't know. I was Maybe Bravo curious. didn't have the rights to it or something. Yeah, I was curious. I thought I, my theory was that the old lady was on the recording <laughs> and she didn't give permission. That was like my theory. My, that's my fan theory. Oh my God. Okay. So what about Tom and Katie? Like, 
Tom kissed another girl while he was married to Katie. Like, that's what's your take on that? Um, do, they, do they have an open relationship and it just got on camera that he hooked up with someone? No, I don't think or they have. Just like I've a never drunk heard thing. they have an open relationship. So it was just like a drunk makeout. Yeah, people get drunk and they black out and they do stupid yeah. shit. Like he was obviously not coherent, but at the same time, like I would be okay with my boyfriend did that randomly. Like oh, I'd be so pissed. Oh, I would be okay with that. You'd be okay. With, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I would be like, I wouldn't like break up with him and like ruin our relationship if he like drunkenly made out with someone. Yeah. yeah. Like I, if they were hot, I wouldn't mind. Uh, what are you into open relationships? Um, kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm into like a committed relationship and like having this like partnership, but I'm also like into exploring things. And like, if my partner, you know, felt like, they needed to bring someone in or they were wanting to experience something different sexually. Like I would be open to that. Who would you most, let's say all the cast members are single on the show. Mm-hmm. Who would you most want to sleep with? Well, I can't say I that. I could say that. I could say that. I think I would pick <laughs> Sandoval. That's Tom? I yeah, I think, but I'd also really like to cuddle with Tom Schwartz. Like he's, I'd like to like sit on the couch and cuddle with him. <laughs> I don't know that I want to like do anything more than that, but he seems like very cuddly. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. I, th- I think, um, I feel like Jax would be good in bed, but I wouldn't, I would like, I don't know. I would maybe do it and then deny it. <laughs> yeah. That's what people do. Just like yeah. that old lady did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Okay, so I want to talk about some pop culture stuff. What do you make of the the state of the trans community in film and TV? Um, I think... That's like a real big 360. Yeah. Um... I think it's amazing. I really am so proud. You know, at the same time, the government is um, trying to erase us completely from the books and take all of our rights away. And then we have Hollywood, who is, you know, putting us on TV shows, giving us opportunities. I just saw Candace Kane on um, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Love her. It's one of my sisters. Yeah. She's great. Would you uh, get into acting at all? You know, my management has approached me about acting, and I'm just not there yet. It's not my passion. I really do yeah. want to focus on, like, I'm working on, like, my um, this morning talk show. It's called Morning Vibes with Billy, and oh, cool. it's just, like, a really quick five-minute, like, 
morning talk show. Um, But yeah, I want to really focus on that and, um, you know, just living my life and not necessarily like acting. Yeah. Um, But I'm not closing the door. You're too beautiful to not be on screen. Like you should be showing those off. Those. Yeah. Well, on a talk show, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for a small acting role. Like I'm open to that. But I just. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'm open to anything. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. So, uh, what's your I ask everyone this. What's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Do you have, we're, we love Mariah Carey. Here. You love her? Love She's her so awful. <gasps> no, get out. We're no. Done. That's okay. a wrap on Billy. Hold Lee. on. Can I just tell you, she was so rude to one of my trans sisters. <gasps> no, what yeah, it was really bad. Um, so one of my best friends is trans. and She's a performer and she was hired to perform a private party. And she does like these, um, she used to do in Vegas, uh, been there twice (laughs) yeah it's called it's kind of like um it's kind of like a freak show in a way oh your friend does a my friend did a show yeah and she's like a bigger beyonce she's like a plus size beyonce she's trans she's gorgeous and divas divas in vegas there's like a a no there used to be one here at this club it's owned by this guy like um Anyway, anyway, Amazon Ashley. Do you know Amazon Ashley? She, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did it too. So it was like this whole thing. So there was this private party that was... Um, in Vegas. No, it was actually here in LA. Okay. And they um, hired my best friend to do a Beyonce performance for Whitney's... Or wait, not sorry, Whitney. Mariah's um, birthday. And her, I guess, rich husband hired them. Yeah, the billionaire. The billionaire. And when, the, he, yeah. when, when my best friend came out, when she came out and started performing... Mariah was so disgusted by her and like demanded her to be off the stage. Oh no. And like broke my friend's heart. And it was You're just breaking me my heart. Oh my god, my heart feels like so much oh, pressure. And I've just heard a lot of negative things yeah. about her like from people that work with her and people that um you know are around her and I definitely just can see that there's a low vibration there and um yeah, so oh. I don't even know a Mariah song and I so we'll say all I, I, I used to jam Christmas out to you. it until we'll I say, found out about we'll her. We'll say all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the baseline generic one. But I think it's so upsetting to meet these people that like I don't know that I want to meet Mariah because I you know, I, I don't wanna see or hear something like that. It's like oh. these heroes. You know, yeah. you're live in LA, it's like you meet these people. Didn't you Don't meet her? Wait, did you work with Leighton Meester? I'm jumping again. Oh, <laughs> but tell me the Leighton Meester story. <laughs> Um, I would rather not talk about it, to be oh. honest. Um, you are not country strong right now. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? I love country strong. Yeah, I was there when they filmed it. And oh my God. Yeah. So, okay. So we're not, we don't like Leighton Meester anymore. No, I, I, I send so much love and gratitude for that girl. I just like, we like to keep things private in that situation because, you know, she has her own life and her own family and I don't want to, um, invade that privacy i just she's an amazing human being and i'm so grateful she changed my life she's an angel how did she change her life um well i mean it's already out there i guess like some some reporter found it she's um she helped uh pay for my surgery and she gave me a job when i had no opportunities wow and we lived together it was like a an amazing friendship oh uh jumping around what kind of movies do you like like what kind of movies music What's um, what's your favorite movie? I lo- go. Wait, <laughs> I love action movies. Actually, oh my god, I'm watching this new show on HBO. It's like Then and Now, or oh yeah, Alan Ball. It's oh Alan Ball. my it's god, good? like I saw, I read an article, and then I watched like half of the first episode. I'm already like really? hooked. Um, and then I love watching action movies and um. Broad City. Those Broad are my City is girls. So good. Oh, oh my god. god, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I love Broad yeah. City. And what about music? What kind of music do you like? Not besides Mariah's All I Want for Christmas is you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually listen to like a lot of yoga and meditation music oh. and I like incense and I just jam out to that. Yeah. Um but I'm open to everything music-wise. Like yeah. Good as Gold by Sheena. Did you ever hear her song? No. Oh my God, Billy Lee, you have to listen to Sheena's single. No, uh, you know who I I did hear Lala stuff and I love it. Oh my God, like, that song oh. Lala with, did with James is so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my best friends, her name's Alex. She um, is having. She works on music, and she, oh my God, like her music is incredible. I can't wait for the world to hear. What's her it. name? Alexandra Ship. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you seen Tom play the trumpet before? Um. That's so rude. <laughs> I know what you're... 
First of all, I love but Tom. I, love and I will. I, know. I love Tom too. Okay. I love Tom too. Yeah, you have a crush. Not, I do have a crush. Like I told you, he would be the one I would want to sleep with. Yeah, he's amazing. But he's so cute. He's handsome, and he's so nice. He yeah. like literally. I my drink will be like halfway full, and he'll have another one for me. Aww. Like he's on it. He like seems like a very amazing. Sweet man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, just the fact that he's able to film with his ex, and he doesn't really like. Occasionally, he'll throw a little shade at Kristen, but he's like. For the most part, pretty kind to this ex that he, you know, cheated on him and that, you know, they yeah. had this horrible situation happen. He just seems like a nice guy. He's so kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's from the Midwest, like me. So you have, where, you're from uh, Indiana. Indiana, yeah. I'm from Ohio. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have seen him play the trumpet. <laughs> well, I saw on the show. Yeah. And first of all, like, we talked, actually, we were together when we were watching the show. Yeah. And he was like... <laughs> It was so funny. I loved it. He was like, first of all, like, they told me the day before, or, like, I guess they told him right away, like, this is what you're doing tomorrow, or, like, you're, I don't know. They told him right before he was filming what song he can do, because I guess they have to get it approved or something. I don't know. But he was like, I just didn't have enough time to practice. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That was kind of the situation. But I can't ever speak badly or look at him in a bad light, because he's so nice. And beautiful. Now, are you watching the Olympics at all? I'm watching the Olympics through Ariana's story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like, been Instagramming it a lot, yeah. That's it. I, I, I haven't had time. I've been so busy doing press and yeah. and um, dealing with my life, yeah. It's been good. It was great to see Adam Rip on the first, you know, openly gay male figure skater, like, doing so well. It's just a cool moment. Yeah. It's someone someone tweeted, like, is it the Hunger Games now? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the host, the, the host of it, it's, um, I can't think of his name. That guy, that skating guy and Tara Lipinski. Yeah. Yeah, watching them is, is fun. Uh, and their outfits and are, are great. All right, no, okay, so what's to come on Vanderpump Rules? What do we have to look forward to? Drama. Drama. It's <laughs> always drama. <clears throat> no, I think that you're definitely going to see some um, conflict with me and some of the other castmates. Um, and uh, So you get in the mix a little bit with the fighting? Is it like... I, I get... Right you now? know, you learn and you get to know people and those people get on your nerves. Did you guys do the reunion yet? No. Are that's you doing that? coming reunion? up. I'm not for sure. I think that maybe a small part of yeah, it. It's what that they told me, but I don't I don't know exactly how that's going to go down. If you go, do you know what you're wearing for the reunion? <laughs> I feel like I always love to look at the outfit. Oh my god, I don't. I just got a stylist and he is like killing it right now, so I'm excited to um see what yeah. I can get. Would you be? Would you come back next season? Yeah, I mean, I want to continue working there, and um, I'm grateful for the opportunity, and I have a job. Yeah, and how often do you normally work there? Is it like, like two days a week? Yeah. Um, but sometimes, like if my schedule's really busy, I'll take a month where I'm just filling in. Yeah. So I'll just pick up shifts, um, which I'm doing right now, just so I can do um, press and tell my story, and I'm also writing some new stuff for my blog. And uh, yeah, did you ever do a book? I've been approached, yeah. and Lisa has really encouraged me, and Dr. Drew has encouraged me. So I think yeah. that I'm going to pull my um, angels together and yeah, do you that. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd love to read it. Well, Billy Lee, thank you so much for doing this. I yeah. appreciate it so much. You are a delight, and your eyes are seriously beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you have the most beautiful long lashes. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like getting lost. <laughs> thank you guys so much, Billy Lee. And oh, where can people find you on social media? It's me, Billy Lee. Um, at, so it's I T S M E. Billy Lee, and that's going to be on Twitter and Instagram. And then BillyLee.com is my website and blog. And your Instagram is so great because you're always posting motivational stuff. And you posted like a really hot photo yesterday, too. Yes. <laughs> it was I really did. Great. Yeah. yeah. Was like, my oh, photographer oh my Jordan God. was like really excited about took that photo. It was Jordan gr- right here. Oh, yeah. oh you're, Jordan's here right now. Yes. Yeah. He did. It was so hot. Yeah. Everyone go look at it. <laughs> uh, okay. So follow you on social media. Thank you so much for coming. We love you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, you guys, Billy Lee was such a delight. I love chatting with her. And I also, I hope I, was I too flirtatious? I hope I wasn't too flirtatious. I was just so blown away. She's so beautiful. And her eyes are honestly stunning. I mean, I was, I'm not kidding. It was like, <laughs> it was too much. I just wanted to like stare into them the whole time. Anyway, I want to get to my interview with Tyler about all things the Olympics. He's going to catch us up about what's going on this week. Before I do, I just want to say, if you can and you like this podcast, please go rate and review it on iTunes. Hit subscribe. It would really help me out a lot if you like it. Please find me on social media. I'm at Danny Pellegrino on Instagram and Twitter. And you guys, I just started a new Facebook public page. So if you can, go like it. 
it would be really helpful for me. It's at Pellegrino Danny. So my Facebook page is a little bit different, but I have all those memes that I put on Instagram. I put on my Facebook page and you can like it by going to facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Okay. Oh, and I got to thank Samsung Technology again for sponsoring this podcast. They're great to me. So please uh, enjoy my little chat, my catch up with Tyler Duckworth about what's going on in the Olympics this week. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm just warming up. You know, it's been on the, on the slopes. It's really cold here in Korea. <laughs> yeah, you're over there now, right? Yeah, totally, totally in Korea right now. Okay, so what is going on with week one? What's happening? Well, you know, I, I feel like it was a lifetime ago that we were just prepping for the games. Like, who's going to wear what? How are they going to like the cauldron? And you know, we're five, six days in. And, you know, we have storylines bursting out left and right. We have, you know, Adam Rippon, Mariah Nagasu, just names, names, names. And I've been watching, and I'm obsessed with Adam Rippon. So he's he's a gay. He's an openly gay phys- figure skater. And he's fantastic. No, he's really stolen the hearts of not only America, but everyone worldwide. I mean, he's, I think, he's still trending on Twitter. Um, I think, you know, like we discussed, you know, in our, you know, pre-games uh, discussion, like, you know, his, like, Twitter feud and his Twitter throwdown with Mike Pence mm-hmm. kind of, like, all the rage. But, you know, for him to kind of step up to the plate for Team USA when they needed him and deliver such, like, a strong and technical program was just, it was so fantastic. And it was a performance that, you know, regardless of, you know, where you stand politically, it's something that everyone could get behind in America. And so it was just kind of like a win for everyone. It was just such a great moment. Yeah. You know what else was a great moment was Reese Witherspoon tweeting about him. <laughs> See, less, less <laughs> I loved it. There's no lies. She will always get the last word in on social media. Like, yeah. <laughs> so she's so clever. She, you know, she's, she has her hand on the pulse of America. She, she truly does. And speaking of politics, during the opening ceremony, I noticed Mike Pence was there sitting next to, um, remind me, who was... Kim Song, Kim Yo Song, Kim Song Yo. Yes. Yeah, Kim Jong Un's sister. Yes, which that was a big deal, right? Oh, I mean, listen, if this were, if this were like Big Brother or The Challenge, it was a baller move for North Korea. I mean, you have, no one told Mike Pence where he'd be sitting, and of course they like, hit him against his like arch nemesis and what was really fantastic was she just sat there throwing shade at him yes. the entire opening i mean you could screen grab any shot and then you know nbc would be like mongolia walks in cut to mike pence and then she's just like what's up <laughs> so, you know and now all of a sudden you know you know not only does he, mike pence get into a fight with adam Rippon, and then he has a skate of his lifetime then he gets sat next to you know the north korean dictator's sister and she kind of wins so not a good week for Mike Pence. I don't think he made the podium. Yeah. Well, it's been... It, the opening games, I was shocked how beautiful it was. I know we talked about the technology and everything last week, but it was really amazing to see the light show, that Lion King cosplay. I mean, it was all beautiful. <laughs> what was tricky, though, and this is what I don't like, is that, like, at one point, I was like, I drank too much wine, or is that really... Probably. TV? Well, yeah, probably both. And, you know, Katie Kirk chimes in, just to remind you your viewers at home, this is actually not really happening. This is augmented reality. Yeah. I was like, well, that's not fair, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, ruining the, the... Ruining the mystique mm-hmm. of it all. But it was, it was a really exciting game. And I really enjoyed how, how short it was. You know, it was very compact. It was the shortest opening ceremonies they've ever had. So Why do you think it was so short? Why do you think it was the shortest? Well, because... I mean, listen, I've been to a couple opening ceremonies. And listen, sitting in a stadium for seven hours gets real old fast. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. So what else did we have this week? We had the figure skaters. We had the tri- the, fir- uh, the first triple axel, right? Since yes. Tanya? Yeah, well, well, yeah, since Tanya. I mean, unless it be, you know, Mariah landed it at the Olympics. Tanya never did. And, you know, I, how full circle is it that, you know, Tanya Harding will most likely be on the red carpet at the Academy Awards in just a couple of weeks. And here we have, in a gorgeous red dress, Mariah Nagasu landing a triple axel at the Olympics, securing a bronze medal for Team USA. It was just such a storybook moment. And the fact that, you know, her and Adam Rippon, a short four years ago, were sitting at In-N-Out Burger, eating their emotions mm-hmm. while watching the team that they didn't qualify for. It's just, it speaks to all of us that, you know, not only eat our emotions, but think, hey, maybe it's me next. So it was, it was such a great story. And I think you were telling me that it's so amazing that these two have become sort of the faces that people were all rooting for. Uh, a gay man and an Asian woman. I mean, it's yeah, beautiful like, to watch. Yeah, accidentally. Very yeah. accidentally. Like, 
listen, neither of them are kind of like the number one seeds going into the competition, but it's kind of their personality and their fortitude. And I sound so cheesy right now, but it's the, it, 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 the Olympics kind of always brings that special sauce to the situation. They're kind of like the Amorosa. They, you know, you never know what you're going to get, but it's going to, it's going to spice it up. And it's such great storylines into that, that they're friends and they walked away with a medal. And it's cute on Twitter. She was like, I know it doesn't look like gold, but it feels like it. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, started crying. I was just like, get over yourself, Tyler. But it was just such a beautiful moment, you know. And even Reese, you know, got involved. So yes, you know, I saw that first. First thing, anytime Reese tweets, <laughs> my Google alert goes off. Like, who won a gold medal? But Reese tweeted about it. <laughs> no, I've been wa- I've been watching, but I've been flipping back between Big Celebrity Big Brother and the Olympics, which I think are two equally important games of our time. Well, like, listen, in terms of foreign policy, it truly is. If you think about Adam Rippon's beef with our vice president and Omarosa going toe to toe with our president with, you know, and, you know, Ross Matthews, of all people, is the one getting the scoop on the story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and oh, my God, Tyler, this is a, a, a side note, but I've been watching the live feeds and I'm obsessed because you're getting a whole different show on the Celebrity Big Brother live feeds. There was one point where the girl from Hairspray was lecturing Meta World Peace on Black <laughs> History Month, and it was the golden age of television if I've ever seen it. <laughs> I mean, I also think it speaks to race relations in 2018. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was so good. But anyway, what else do we have to look forward to coming up on the Olympics? Well, I just want to, our first, what I love, this is America in 2018. The first gold medal won at these games by Team USA was by a 17-year-old snowboarder with the nickname Red. (laughs) So it's just fun because, you know, he was, you know, he woke up late, he couldn't find his jacket, and the first he starts swearing when he wins. So it was just like a very meta moment for the millennial generation. I mean, I think coming up next, we have a lot of figure skating. Now that the team event is out of the way. Um, you're going to see them hyping Sean White in the snowboard halfpipe. Okay. Um, you're going to see some speed skating. And I think after the team event, now everyone's really prepped for the real, real, real figure skating. So um, expect to see that this week in the men's. So Adam is going to be skating this Thursday and Saturday. He's going to be going for the gold. And we actually have a good shot at, you know, maybe getting one or two male skaters on the podium. I'm sure your friends that know the sport will be like, Tyler, that's not true, but... Um, at least we'll get one on the podium. And then we have Lindsey Vaughn in the women's downhill. So that'll be really exciting to see America on the slopes. I can't wait. You know, I'm, I'm legit into it. You got me into this and I'm, I'm all, I'm all the better for it. I'm glad I could spread the gospel of the games. (laughs) Yes. So you're going to be checking in next week and you are on Twitter tweeting about the games. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, It's at Tyler Duck MTV. At Tyler Duck MTV. So everyone go follow Tyler. You can follow me on, like, on Instagram, too. I've, I've, I'm going to do some fun game stuff, but that's at the Mighty Duck Work. You are. And you are an Olympics expert. I mean, everyone's reaching out to you right now, right? Well, it is. I mean, it's I, I can hardly even breathe. I get so many texts. And it's funny to see what certain people in your life will privately tweet you, their thoughts about the games. <laughs> that's what happens when, like... You know, something happens on Beverly Hills Housewives. I get like a million messages, but when my grandparents died, it was like radio silence. <laughs> like what? Um, <laughs> Eileen's contract didn't get renewed. Let's talk about the real matters. I know there was a deleted scene with Eileen, and I got literally like fifteen text messages that <laughs> night, <laughs> like when BravoTV.com posted it, and I was like, "Where were all of you?" And you know, I was in bed with depression. <laughs> When my grandma passed, they're like, well, we were there for Eileen, so... I, know, I digress. But actually, you know what? I sort of like it better. I'd rather I'd rather people reach out to me about that yeah. stuff. Exactly. Okay, so Tyler. On, yeah, keep on texting me when those triple axles land, guys. I love it. I will. Tyler, I love you. Thank you so I much for checking too. in. We're going to be yes. talking to you next week, and I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Bye. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening to my episode this week. I love you all. Bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that 
thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.